You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another recap on the Oz Network, talking about Lost. Uh, we're getting through this season week by week, already up to episode eight. Um, so, pretty much a third of the way through the first season. We are talking about Confidence Man, first Sawyer episode. Uh, aired on November the 10th, 2004, running time, 43 minutes and 31 <laughs> seconds, production code, 106. Um, and this was written by Damon Lindelof, and I think we can tell compared to last week's episode, written by Paul Dini um, and directed by Tucker Gates. Uh, you can definitely notice the improvement on the writing this week. Um but before we get into it, I should introduce myself. My name is Noah, and I'm the only Australian who loves peanut butter. And my name is Ben. And Noah, why don't you order a chocolate sundae and I'll use you as a dish? <laughs> <laughs> that line was creepy, I think. Yeah, well, look, you know, the reasons why Ben's single. I use that line a lot. <laughs> I don't even introduce uh, myself. Yeah. I'm like, hi, can I order your chocolate sundae? Go away, you creep. <laughs> I'll use you as a dish. Um... Yeah, Confidence Man, uh, first Sawyer episode. Um, I think it's decent. It's. I think this is one of the ones where uh, the flashback is probably stronger than the island story, and that kind of happens for a lot of Sawyer episodes. I feel like his flashbacks are actually stronger than what's happening on island. Um, and also, it's kind of the first one to move away from why were they in Sydney flashbacks, which I'm not sure the backstory about this. My th- only theory is at this point they had knew they had been renewed for a whole season, so they knew that they would have two Sawyer flashbacks and two Saeed ones, so they kind of mixed up the format a bit. I'm not sure of the exact history as to why they moved away from that, um, but I think it works here. And uh, Yeah, I think overall it's a good one. Um, again, it, it's an improvement on last week, but it's, it's not with that holy five from the first, from the first five episodes. Uh, yeah, I like this episode. Um, similar to what I said with Jin and Sun a few weeks back, I always like a Sawyer flashback episode because, as I sort of said a few times now, I, I'm really starting to like Sawyer uh, compared to how the first time I ever saw it. But, um, yeah, it's interesting like how this isn't an episode where um, it is why was he in Sydney. And it's kind of like, I don't know if you notice it that much. Like, maybe it's just me. Like, it's kind of... At no point in rewatching this did I all of a sudden like, oh, why is he in Sydney? Like, to me, it's more a case of, you know, we've seen Sawyer, how he is, he's a bit of a douche nozzle, but, um, you know, we kind of get a slight bit of a background, even though, in all seriousness, like, he's still a bit of a douche nozzle in his flashback. We kind of only get, like, one little yeah. redeeming quality of him. It's not kind of like Jin, where it's all redeeming in many aspects. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of Jin. So... Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe this is one of these ones that to really appreciate Sawyer and you know what he turns out to be and what he's like, that I can imagine first viewing, you're still kind of not exactly rooting for this guy at this point. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a, definitely a, an interesting uh, flashback and stepping away from why the hell are they in Sydney because you get no inkling why he's in Sydney in his flashback. No, and, again, I, if anyone knows the full backstory as to why they moved away from that, I'd love to know, but I only assume it's because at this point they knew they would have a full 25 episodes. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't like Sawyer uh, the first few watches, and he was a popular character, and I never got it. I was like, this guy is so annoying. Um, but not hate as in, like, I wanted him off the show or I wanted him to die or something, more of just, like, 
he was an important part of the show, but I was just never a fan. Um, but now I think he's easily top five character. His yeah. story arc and just everything that happens with him, the changes he goes through is just amazing. Um, and he's just so damn funny. His catchphrases and his nicknames are just hilarious. Um, and there's some great story lines this week. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so it's nice to have an introduction to him because we haven't seen much of him since what? Like, he's popped up, but, you know, episode three was almost his last big kind of thing where he shot the marshal. Um so, I think this one we can also talk about the flashbacks all in kind of one go, right? Um, yeah. They kind of make up a cohesive story um, that sometimes I felt like the island story was interrupting the flashbacks. Like <laughs> I was getting into the flashbacks and then it's like, really? Like, we're cutting it here? Um, but, yeah, this is... Uh, we open with the scene with him in bed. You mentioned, you alluded to it, with the chocolate sundae. Um <laughs> I mean, I've heard worse lines from Jack, so <laughs> my very first sling. Because um, <laughs> you'd know if Jack's trying to pick you up, that's, uh, you know, trying to check you out. <laughs> yeah, you would know. Um, but this is a scene that we're going to come back to multiple times. We're going to see Sawyer run this con next season um, in the bed with the woman, and we're also going to see it in the flash sideways in season six when Sawyer busts the woman when he's a cop. So a kind of recurring motif for Sawyer is this kind of thing where he's in bed with the woman and then, oh, no, he's late for a meeting. Um, so at this point, we <clears throat> we have to remember when we're rewatching this that we don't know about these characters. And at this point, we don't actually know who Sawyer is. We assume he's just a criminal or something. But um, now it's kind of like, oh, is he a businessman? Um <laughs> Um, but obviously not. We find out he's late for his meeting, uh, and he drops a suitcase full of money. Says, "You weren't exactly supposed to see that," um, which is all part of his act. But at this point, we don't fully know that. Um, <clears throat> and he will say that again next season to Cassidy in the long con. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, when we pick up, uh, it's pretty much exactly where we left off. Uh, Sawyer is with the girl, Jess. I think her name was right. Um, yes. She has her own uh, article on uh, Wiki Lost, one of the Lost Wikis. We discovered there's two of them, apparently. So, um, <laughs> sorry, Lostpedia versus Lostwikia. <laughs> You're both good. Can you give us some um, uh, Jess st- stats off her article? On no, because she's got, like, such a tiny article. It's just basically... T- <laughs> her article literally says, Jessica, also known as Jess, the wife of David, she was seduced by Sawyer in an attempt to con her family of $160,000. Laura abandoned the con. <laughs> However, upon seeing the couple's son, who presumably reminded him of the murder-suicide of his own father, spoiler alert, committed after his mother was connected in similar fashion. That's it. <laughs> she's originally from Louisiana in the USA, and her profession works in an auto dealership. <laughs> it's got her age. How did they figure yeah, exactly. Did played she say by, it in the episode? I don't know. Played by Kristen Richardson. Uh, connection. Sawyer's almost convict him. Theories. It's a blank article. <laughs> <laughs> no jest theory. Yeah. As of now. Damn it. Um, they're coming. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we we go back. Um, Sawyer says he's going in for a big investment. And he's meeting someone he needs $160,000, and then they're going to turn that into millions in just a few weeks. Um, and then, oh, what? A, how convenient. Jess could go in with the $160,000. How? From my husband. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we see Sawyer's already being a bit of a jerk. Uh, uh, and we find out, yeah, so 
at this point, it's hard to tell for me because I've seen the episode so many times. But do you think at this point people know that this is a con? Or is it supposed to play like this is, oh, her husband's got money and so he's going to... Oh, he's a business... Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, I think I think it's a bit of a shock. Like, you see it and you're like, oh, why has he got this money? Like, I don't know if when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, he's a con man. Like, I, I kind of... Yeah, I don't know. It, it's interesting because knowing what happens and because I got confused whether or not this was the one where the woman was like oh you think I'm going to fall for that which is obviously what the long con that you were mentioning um so I kind of forgot that he kind of gets away with it um well he's going to get away with it I guess but um I mean you know it's it's kind of interesting to think that this is something that obviously does happen in real life sometimes doesn't it I mean it's it's I don't know like there's so many elements with this that have to go right for it to be pulled off (laughs) Uh, you know, like when yeah. they're laying in bed and it's like, oh, didn't you say you have a meeting at like, what, 3.20 or at 3.18? Like, I mean, if he's that good in the sheets, is that woman not just going to be like, oh, I'm not going to tell him. I'm just going to go for round two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just he's just got to rely on her remembering the meeting. Um, and then he's got also, like, obviously he says when he's talking about it, like, later on with that guy in the bar, how, oh, you know, just find a, a woman with a rich husband. So, obviously, you know, there's a research element into it. But, like, I mean, you know, you, are you just going to pick up every woman and hope that their husband's got a lot of money? And, like, are, are you going to fall for this? Oh, you've been to some of these countries in Europe where you've been scammed, sort of. Like, I mean, do you fall for somebody? I'm not trying to say all people in Europe are scammers, but, like, do, do you fall for this thing? Like, if somebody's coming up with this elaborate idea, oh, if you had $10, I can turn it into 100 like, no, I'm not just going to give you randomly ten dollars. <laughs> like, no, does, he must have been damn good in bed because he must have been like bloody hell. <laughs> it sounds super fishy, um, but I mean, we'll see next week and next season. The long con really is kind of a sequel to this episode in many ways. But we see Cassidy; she doesn't fall for it. She's like, seriously, you're going to pull that on me? It actually uh, does happen to me a lot. I will say, every time I sleep with a woman, they're often wanting to give me money because I'm that good in bed. They're like, "Oh my god, you should con me!" And I'm like, "No, it happens all the time. I'm not a con man. It's all good." Is that why you have zero dollars? Exactly. It happened um, once uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Louise. <laughs> the one time. Um, actually, no. Louise and I never slept with each other. We were eight years uh, <laughs> together. Never, never slept with each other. <laughs> but you imagine if you did. Yeah, if, if I don't know what if. the sex is. Uh, <laughs> I've heard about it. I read it online. <laughs> I mean, normally you're the dumb one on this show, but I Thanks. have to say it. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> am I the only one who didn't really know what Comman stood for? Like, I just always just it's Comman. Like, I didn't even really think that there's more to it. Um. I'm going to go with yes, because I too did know what it meant, because I'm the smart one now. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, this episode taught me when I was younger, but I didn't even put two and two together. Con man, confidence, man. Like, it's a bit sexist, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, no, I, I don't know where I was coming You have a con woman, a confidence woman. <laughs> it's a con person. It's 2017, people. It's all about equality. Hashtag vote yes, hashtag love is love. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I I guess I probably was on the same boat as you. Like, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of these things where um, I'm trying to think of a similar thing that some, a word will mean. It's like when people say, this is a weird one, but like when people say ATM machine or pin number. Do they realise what they're saying? Um, but it's just it's just so commonly known. So it's, I guess it's like con man, con woman. It's so commonly known that people probably don't realise that it's short for confidence man and confidence woman. 
Yeah, I guess it kind of. I always just assumed it's because they were doing a con, but then I never really thought what a con was. A con is really a confidence, which makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing a confidence. Um, But, you know, lost educational as well as... um, as well as fun. Except for um, pick up lines with myself, it never works. <laughs> so after that, we have um, Sawyer at lunch with Jess and her husband David. It's going to be a lot of characters called David throughout the series of Lost. I don't know what it is with the name David, but um, I don't know if that's one of the writers' middle name or something. But there's lots of Davids. Um, Glad you then we have. <laughs> I've never noticed that before. I'll keep an eye out for the David count. <laughs> yeah, have a David count because there's this David, um, there's Hurley's imaginary friend, Dave, uh, there's Libby's dead husband, David, uh, there's Desmond David Hume, um, <laughs> Locke's, I mean, Jack's imaginary child in the sideways world is called David, um, and I'm sure I'm missing someone. So D- keep it, D- keep Doug's David brother count. is called David. Yeah. Uh, Doug and David. Um, <laughs> the DD. I'm sure I'm missing some. So, yeah, we need a David count. So, first on for the Davids. Um, we have David's a bit unsure, which, I mean, yeah, I think he's exactly right to be unsure about this. Um, if uh, Sawyer pretends to bail, and then you know he's not really, and he has that little creepy smirk. And he's going to let David hold on to the money for a night, which, I mean, obviously it's not all real money, but uh, that could really backfire. Like if they just took off, so they could like, be con. They could be a con husband and wife. Yeah, maybe Sawyer is the con. Um, and can I just point out, David? He's David is batting above his average there. Like, how, <laughs> how does David land Jessica? I want to know. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's not like she's really that dedicated to him so it's well, not really a win for david but at the same time they're married so like I don't, she's are we just assuming she's married him for the money or you know, money, know. because like you know oh david has his own article on lostpedia as well apparently <laughs> you give us some david stuff. uh david was a businessman who came into contact with sawyer through his wife jessica in a false investment plan involving oil drilling in louisiana he and his wife almost conned out of one hundred sixty thousand dollars until sawyer spotted the couple's young child presumably recall what happened to himself a child left his money behind uh <laughs> how old is uh, he's 36 uh, from Louisiana, the USA. He's a lumberyard owner. Um, his family members include Jessica, wife, and unnamed son, who has its own article. Really? <laughs> unnamed son has its own article? <laughs> There's literally an article. Boy, confidence man. Boy, is the accredited role title for the child? <laughs> he has one, but Doug doesn't. Played by Jim Wotas, age eight. <laughs> Wow, Lostpedia, I applaud you for your commitment to this show. That boy. Uh, Transcripts, boy. (laughs) But how come Doug doesn't have one? Yeah, what's wrong with Doug? Why doesn't Doug have a page? (laughs) Does Doug have a page? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. He does. Oh, hang Um, on. Doug, Survivor from Flight 815. (laughs) He does. Oh, he's got a pretty long one. Oh. Does he? All right. Well, each episode we'll read out some more Doug stuff. Yeah, it's literally um, got this photo. Doug is shot. <laughs> oh. What episode does Doug die in? It says, Doug is shot. The shape of things to come. 
Oh, that's season four. Doug's going to be in it for quite a while. Yeah, it's got here. Doug, Survivor, On the Island, days one to 44, season one. Days 44 to 63, season two, season three. I love here. Doug, this is literally how the article starts off in season three. Doug, watch with amusement as Hurley beats Sawyer playing ping pong. <laughs> Right, oh, so Doug! Give it till season four, so we've got heaps of we've got more Doug than boobs. <laughs> um, so we'll check back in next week with some more Doug stuff. weekly Doug updates. But, yeah, we'll get some more Doug. So we learned that he smiles when Sawyer plays ping pong, but we'll learn some more next week. Um, so then the next one we have Sawyer in a bar. Um, talking to his guy and the guy who lent him the money and he wants the money back tomorrow plus 50%. Um, yeah, mm, random scene. No, like, no, just interrupt. This guy is called Kilo. He also has his Kilo. own article on um, <laughs> on Lostpedia. So um, there you go. Kilo. Kilo. Uh, he looks like a kilo. Um, he looks a bit heavier than one kilo, but anyway. Yeah, but thank you. Uh, so yeah, the guy wants his money back. It's Sawyer's kind of guy. He's hanging out at the bar. Uh, final flashback. Sawyer's at the house. He's closing the deal. They're gonna do it. Then the kid walks out. Wants mummy to come. Boy walks out. <laughs> um, I'd love if that was his name. What? Boy. Boy. <laughs> and Sawyer sees it. A oh no. Sawyer gets triggered. Uh, and he cuts the deal off, and he leaves the house. They're all a bit confused, like, um, what? And he ditches them all. I mean, we never really find out what happens with Kilo, then. Uh, there's no resolution to that. Of Does he just give him the money back? But he won't have 50%. Um, so, yeah, obviously we're supposed to believe here, the kid, that this is um, the kid who wrote the letter to Sawyer, and we'll find out that that's not the the case one scene later um but it's a nice kind of little closure to it gives him a bit of redemption compared to just jerk sawyer so yeah overall i really like the flashback i think it's one of the stronger ones we've had this entire season so far um it's kind of a different introduction where we get to see him as a comment and it's not like we learn anything shocking about him until the letter thing at the end it's not like we're getting whole wheelchair things or anything like that um <laughs> But I think it's solid, and I like. I normally like Sawyer's storylines. He's only going to have uh, like three or four flashback, proper flashbacks in the entire series, so we don't actually get as many as you think we would. But yeah, I think overall it's a solid one. I think it's improvement on some we've had so far. Yeah, I I agree. I I always like a Sawyer uh, episode, and I mean it's. I think it's kind of interesting the fact that, and I guess we'll have this in our questions at the end, it's like, what's Sawyer's real name? Because it's kind of, you know, we're knowing you know, through the, the main island storyline that that's not even his name. But, you know, it shows that kind of really throughout up to this point, we've never really had, you know, Sawyer with a heart, if you know what I mean. I guess kind of the only inkling we got there was when he shot the pilot and kind of missed and he was a bit worried about that. But, like, you know, we get a bit of it this episode. So, um, yeah, I mean... It's kind of it's interesting, sort of when the when boy comes in and like he leaves. Um, I just love how like Jessica's all like, "Oh, but you said this," and it's kind of like, "Well, so clearly when he's leaving, you've kind of given away that you're obviously no doubt having sex with him or something like that." <laughs> so like, you know, it's sad to see that David and Jessica aren't going to be lasting that much longer no. after this. <laughs> um, but like, I was devastated. 
I know. I can't believe those two. I was, I was rooting for those two. It was clearly love. Um, but I mean, like, clearly, for somebody who's married him for money, like, they've had a kid together. So, like, she's really invested into this marriage of this <laughs> ugly David. Um, <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Again, he's batting above his average with Jessica. Jessica's hot. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, you can see I her mean, with a guy like say, Sawyer, but not with David. Boo, David. I have to say, uh, Sawyer really scrubs up uh, in a suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Josh Holloway. And, I mean, fun kind of trivia is when they originally wrote Sawyer, it was originally an older con man who would wear a suit, like a sophisticated guy. Uh, but they loved uh, Sawyer and his kind of southern charm that they went with a more, like, street kind of guy. And I think that works uh, better. Because I think, like, yeah. you, you believe him, like, particularly when, like, you know, what does he say about, uh, oh, you just pull a few tricks in the sheets that they've never, you know, had before. And I guess kind of, like, that's where he plays into it. Because if he's going after sort of, you know, lonely, horny housewives, you know, who have kind of sleeping with boring David for at least, you know, eight years, <laughs> if uh, that's how old boy is, you know, she's probably, you know, wanting a little bit of excitement in her life. So she's going to meet this charming southern guy who, you know, is there to pull a few tricks in the sheets, which, yeah, I want to learn those tricks, thanks, Sawyer. But, yeah, I I, I think it would have been weird. I, I guess I know what we, we know what we know, and, you know, if we had have had him as an older man, we wouldn't know any different either, would we? I'm sure we're not going to be sitting here in a podcast going, oh, if only they had have written in a charming southern guy instead. Um, <laughs> so it could have worked perfectly fine, but I, I think it definitely the character works really well. Uh, and Josh Holloway, props to him. He's a great actor. Um, and yeah, I think so he, he plays off this uh, character very, very well. Uh, so that's the end of Jess and David. Um, keep an eye out on future Davids. Maybe they're all <laughs> actually the same character. And that's a big plot twist. Um, uh, but yeah, that's the end for that. Moving on to the island, uh, we are into day nine or ten. Uh, still not not many w- time. Not much time has passed since we've crashed. Um, we start with Kate walking on the beach. Um, Sawyer swimming in the ocean. Any excuse to have uh, shirtless Josh Hollow. We already had shirtless Evangeline Lilly and Matthew Falk, so they just have to add to the list. When will we get shirtless Hurley? I'm waiting. Uh, shirtless, well, um, <laughs> I was going to go with shirtless Saeed on this love quadrangle, but uh, shirtless Hurley works oh, yeah. too. Either or. We I'll never see both. shirtless um, Hurley. That's discrimination. No, I'm trying to think if we do, but we really don't ever. Um, not that I can recall anyway. Um, I'm offended. So we have a kind of a uh, moment between Kate and Sawyer, which is kind of setting up the love triangle a bit more. Um, God, I don't care for this love triangle at all. Like, anytime they ever have anything about it, <laughs> I just tune out completely. It's just so not compelling at all in the slightest. And just spoiler alert to season six, I'm so glad that Kate chooses none of, neither of them. It's Aww, so satisfying. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, so she goes then they have that... <laughs> they have that cute little moment, and then um, Sawyer's walking later and hears something in the woods. What could it be? Uh, who's, who's going through his stuff? Runs and sees. Who could it possibly be going through <laughs> Sawyer's stuff? It's Boone! Boone! What are you doing, Boone? Boone is the one through Sawyer's stuff. He already stole the water, and now Boone is up to his hijinks again. When will he stop? Um, <laughs> Boone, you little scallywag. <laughs> uh, so, Boone is trying to steal uh, Sawyer's stuff. Um, <laughs> then we cut to uh, Jack and Saeed. I've written in my note, hack. I don't know if that's like uh, 
subliminally me just not liking Jack, calling him hack. But <laughs> Jack and Saeed talk about getting knocked out. You mentioned this last week. They kind of a little bit gloss over it. It is mentioned throughout the episode, um, but it's not like a... It's not like as big a deal as it probably should, but yeah. In fa- in fairness, this is all happening in the space of a day, and they're kind of preoccupied. And he does torture Sawyer, who he thinks is the one knocking him out. So <coughs> I guess it's not fully glossed over. Um, <coughs> then Boone shows up again. <laughs> oh, poor Boone has been beaten up and is bloody. You know, Boone at this uh, point is trying to rescue himself. Oh help! Oh wait, I'm the one who got bashed. <laughs> uh, so sad that Boone is all bloody and beaten up by Sawyer. Um, we cut to Charlie and Claire. I have to say, uh, I think some nice, subtle Charlie and Claire stuff this episode. Like, like the Jack, Kate, Sawyer stuff is just so blur. But I think they do a nice job being a bit more subtle with Charlie and Claire. I like Charlie and Claire as a couple. That being said, I do wish they had a bit more consistency in some of these episodes of Lost. That Really, Charlie, he seems so normal right now. This has been, like, hours since the end of the moth. You think he would still be kind of reeling a bit. And I kind of wish they had a bit more consistency with their plot lines sometimes, but it's a minor complaint. Um, Charlie brings Claire some water, and he's trying to get her to move to the cave, but she doesn't want to. Um, uh, Back in the caves, uh, Boone was looking for Shannon's inhalers, (laughs) and he thought Sawyer had it because... So I had Boone's book, Watership Down. You see um, Boone reading Watership Down. Like, come on. It's got bunnies. I love that line from Sawyer. It's got bunnies. Um, yeah, but kind of cool is I mentioned that Sawyer was reading Watership Down last week. I completely forgot that this is the book that uh, is kind of a plot line this episode. like, I like that little consistency there, how he was reading it already last week. Yeah. Um, a, a nice little touch. Um, we have Sawyer reading his letter, which is kind of a setup for that. Um, and then we have Jack kind of showing up, being Mr. Tough Guy, our hero, confronting Sawyer. Um, and what does he call like you attach that kid? Or what does he say about Boone? It's something like that. Like, uh, I'd have to you, go to you the attacked a kid. Lostpedia transcript for this one because uh, I didn't write that quote down. <laughs> and then I love uh, Sawyer. No, I whooped a thief. <laughs> Um, and then Jack, get up! Oh, you attacked a kid for trying to help his sick sister. No, I whooped a thief because he was going through my stuff. Yours? What makes it yours? (laughs) I love you attacked a kid. It's Boone. Yeah, it's Boone, Um, Jack! (laughs) And then I love, uh, get up! Why? You want to see who's taller? I love that line. (laughs) That's great. Um, Jack, being all pissy, storms away, and Kate shows up, and Jack... I want to kill him. <laughs> and it's like, would that help or something? She says, no, but it would feel nice. Um, <laughs> tough guy, Jack, our hero. Um, <laughs> and then Kate asks Sawyer what he wants for the inhalers. He says a kiss ought to do it. Um, and then she, they kind of have an argument and Kate reads the letter. Um and this is kind of our first inkling. We get an answer to I don't think we put it on our questions, but it was still a question I guess we had was what was the letter? And we kind of get the first answer to that now, and we'll get a resolution to that. Um, and it kind of 
it gives you a whole new level of sort of like, oh, sh- like, what did he really do? He's like done some bad things in his past. Um, but I like the kind of twist to this here. Um, yeah. I yeah, yeah. I, I mean <laughs> sure I uh, yeah I, I think it's it is interesting kind of just going on particularly when he's like read it out loud and you know because at this stage you're still believing that he's just carrying around this letter that a kid's obviously you know given to him because Sawyer apparently is a murderous bastard but um yeah one thing I just wanted to quickly go back on just in the first scene when he walks out of the water and he's obviously naked what does like Kate say at one point something like that oh it's a bit cold there is it for your trunks or something <laughs> um, you know there's always got to be oh, a ha 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 cold penis joke. When someone's <laughs> naked, like I mean, come on, like I'm, I, we know he's got a big dong. Like I mean, just <laughs> just to go back on our face-off <laughs> coverage a few weeks ago when all Colin and I talked about was dongs in that episode. Like you know, like he's got tricks in the sheet. I mean, he doesn't have a small penis. Let's just be honest. <laughs> We're allowed to say that we men. Not if he's pulling those cons. Exactly. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's kind of... I love how he's like, a kiss or... This isn't the bit where he says, like, oh, you know, I'm only asking for a kiss. I'm not being greedy. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> you know, if this was a if this was a cable show, I'm sure he would have been greedy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he can't really get away with asking for extra things on a network television <laughs> show. Um, but, yeah, it, it's interesting because, like, again, we kind of just get Swami Sawyer. This is, is this really the first time we kind of get... Uh, a bit more to his character besides the fact when he shot the um the the pilot and he gets a bit because even at this point in the flashback the pilot uh the, the pilot the that's what I said before isn't it the um the I'm sure the flight marshal took flying lessons <laughs> pilot deep down inside this is what he wanted to do growing up uh but yeah it's kind of the first real moment in this entire show we get this extra side to Sawyer at this point. Mm-hmm. And poor um, Shannon. Yeah. Can we just point out Shannon having an asthma attack? At least Shannon oh, yeah. gets Shannon a bit of something to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like she has to do much. She just goes... <gasps> all well, look, episode. I, I was thoroughly believed that she had a, an asthma. <laughs> like, you know, Molly Shannon, um, you know, she just really... Not Molly Shannon. Um, that's a oh, different actress. Uh, I just, just... I'm the dumb one, as we've already established. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Move on. Do you want me to take over? <laughs> Maggie Grace. Get you out of this hole. <laughs> yeah, so we have Shannon dying from asthma. Um, <clears throat> uh, we have Sai questioning Locke about where he was. Um, I think we need a dumb line of the week. Um, I love Lost. Man, they've had some dumb lines. Like <laughs> we have the Korean black people one. Um, what was the bad? We had some. Oh, the integrity of the caves <laughs> and the moths. So each week we've had some bad, just horrible lines. <sighs> Unless he found a way to time delay the fuse on his rocket. Oh. Anyone who watches television knows how to slow diffuse a rocket. That's the dumb. Like seriously, <laughs> I watch television all what? the time, but I don't know how to slow diffuse what? a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> no one who watches television knows how to do that. Like, oh my god! And that's there's another dumb line coming up as well. Um, but that one is just cringeworthy. It's like no. <laughs> um, and I was reading the 
lost wiki um and it says in the production notes the original script said anyone with basic military training knows how to slow diffuse which i mean is still dumb i bet you most with basic knowledge don't. i think that's more explainable than but fucking watching tv <laughs> yeah i mean it still would stand out but i think it's at least a bit better because it's like believable that sawyer maybe would have had basic military training. It's a bit more believable than anyone who watches TV knows how to slow diffuse <laughs> a rocket. Like, oh my God. And Saeed is like, yeah. he's an interrogator. He generally has to read people whether they're telling the truth or not. And can we put the spoiler right here about Locke and hitting Saeed in the head? Um, I mean, come on. <laughs> Like, this is where it should have been the end. Like, he should have been able to figure it out right now. Um, but, uh, you know, we talked about dumb lines. Literally, the next scene after the flashback has the second dumb line of the week. We need a segment <laughs> or something. Um, Charlie and Claire are talking about cravings. And Claire says, I'm the only Australian who loves peanut butter. <laughs> this, what? This line was targeted for Americans. Come on. We know this yeah, is like, purely what? done for Americans. But now they're just making these up. Like <laughs> they have like an Australian person working on the crew, and it's like, oh, I hate peanut butter. <laughs> oh well, one person does. Clearly, they had a Korean person on the crew who hated black people as well. So like, <laughs> that's where they get their facts from. <laughs> I love this show, but some of their facts—they're just making things up now. At this point, let's like, clarify this, Noah. As Australians, we like peanut butter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a national treasure, but people <laughs> like peanut butter. It's like in every. Everyone's household. Like. <laughs> it's more. It's more believable if they had said, "I'm the only American who likes Vegemite." Like that's believable. Or if they say, "I'm the only Australian who doesn't like Vegemite," that's believable. Yeah, but it's like, I don't get like why, what, no. Um, <laughs> and then I kind of, I, it always stood out to me. And then I wondered, well, is this like a common thing that Americans think that? And then I've seen Americans comment saying, like, we were so confused with this one. <laughs> <laughs> what is this telling us? I didn't know Koreans hate black people and Australians don't like peanut butter. I'm getting educated yeah, here. <laughs> missed opportunity to have Claire saying, back home where I'm from, <laughs> Australians don't like peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> where are you from, man? <laughs> That's I don't a... know how they do it in Iraq, but in Australia, we don't like Peter. That's what she needs to say to Charlie. I don't know what they do back there in Manchester, but where I'm from. <laughs> Australians don't like peanut butter. Um, I'm just going to check the, the integrity of this empty jar of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... So, so dumb. Um, this is the first time we've seen Char- Claire in when? Like, when was the last time we even got Claire? Yeah, she wasn't even in the last two episodes. Um, My baby. <laughs> And she's about to go missing, so poor Claire. Oh, Claire. Basically an extra at this point. <laughs> Doug's um, getting more screen time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Claire says she'll move to the caves if Charlie gets her peanut butter. Um, I think this is kind of the C story of the episode. We can probably just talk through the rest of this story now, because uh, after that, we you alluded to this last week, we have Charlie asking Hurley about some food. Yeah, that's, yeah, I says, got confused. I love that scene, though. There's got to be something. I mean, look at you. God, Charlie, it's a <laughs> dick. It's a sometime. dick moment there, Charlie. I like you, but fuck you. Like, <laughs> And also, it's only been nine days. Like, they had all the plain food. It's not like 
they would have lost a ton of weight anyway. Yeah. Like one notch is definitely believable well, in that nine days. That was an ongoing thing, wasn't it? Where people would say, oh, how does a guy of hurly size on the island not lose weight? Well, I think, weight. I think kind of, isn't it like the entire six seasons, isn't it only over like 40, 50 days or something? Like it's kind of, is it, is it that? Yeah, and then he goes home for three years where yeah. he could have ate anything he wanted. So and like- we kind of have a storyline, don't we, about him and his weight, which, I mean, look, I, I get why they have to do it in some ways, but at the same time, it's like, fuck you. Like, I'm a man of size. Like, you used to be a man of size, you skinny mini, but, like, yeah, just, like, it's this is this is my thing with TV and movies, like, how it's great that we diversify the cast and we have kind of, you know, a person of size, a person of colour, a person of a different sexuality, but, like, if we really want progress, instead of signalling out that, oh, look, we've got a fat guy in the cast, let's make a storyline about him being fat, like... Just yeah. have him as a cast member. We don't <laughs> point it out. Like, this is where you will have a great thing in the world that we want to live in of equality. And maybe we weren't there yet in 2004. We're not there yet in 2017. But just like, you know, I, don't, I just think, I just wish sometimes in shows like this, they don't have to always point it out. We can see how big the guy is. We love Hurley and we don't give a shit about the fact. Well, I know I don't. But yeah, anyway, rant over. Yeah. And I mean, in defense of that, like, yeah, he should have lost some weight, but Jorge Garcia actually does. Like, if you look at him in season six compared to season one, he does actually lose some weight. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, the first four seasons are spent over however many days, but also remember they get into the hatch, and that has a ton of food. Um, they, they have a plot line about him stealing the food. Because he's, like, addicted um, to food, isn't he? Like, that's his thing. Yeah, so they have that, and then later they move into New Otherton, the Dharmaville, and they've got houses there, and he can eat there. Uh, then he gets rescued, and he has three years off the island. Then he comes back, and they're living in Dharma, where they can eat. And then literally season six is set over, like, eight days or something. So, for the people who actually say that that's a complaint, like, no. no. <laughs> um, and... You know, we might as well just talk about the end of this plotline now. Uh, Charlie, later on at the end of the episode, is packing Claire's stuff. And I'm sorry, Claire's got the patience of a saint, because I would be so mad at this. Charlie (laughs) says, oh, yeah, I got you peanut butter. And she gets so excited, pulls out an empty jar. (laughs) To me, this is not cute. This is just a major dick move. Like I would be like, oh, yes, it's my favorite thing ever. And then he gets an empty jar and mocks eating peanut butter, which convinces her to move to the cave. So props to Charlie. But yeah, I mean, I like these scenes. I think it's a nice little sea storyline. Uh, I think their relationship is more natural than Jack and Kate or Sawyer and Kate. Um, not as natural as Saeed and Kate, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, anything to add on this kind of scene and the peanut butter story. Just a quick question. We never see them actually kiss, though, do we? Or do we? Uh, I think maybe season three they do. I just, but uh, yeah, they never even acknowledge that they're like a thing, really. Because I, the thing I, I, I like them, the kind of the, this long ongoing storyline between the two of them. But yeah, it, it never seems to have a payoff. Um, it's not like you know they're in the jungle boning each other, getting her pregnant again. But like, um, <laughs> look, I, I. I, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence here with this whole... Because I, li- I think it's very cute. Like, oh, you know, 
empty jar. Oh, sweet. But at the same time, like, fuck you, Charlie. Like, I'm going to be like, you got me peanut butter as an Australian who loves peanut butter because the rest of my country hates it. Um, like, exactly. Like, if, if the shoe's on the other foot and I'm on that beach and some girl comes up to me and it's like, I got you a jar of peanut butter. It's like, mmm, filled to the brim, need a glass of milk. First of all, what the hell does that mean? When do you drink milk eating peanut butter? Milk I don't know. What, peanut butter. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't think the person who wrote this knows what peanut butter is. Like, Nutella. Yes, you probably want milk with Nutella, but like with peanut butter? Really? Um, but like, I'm just staring at like going, Fuck you. Like, if you want to mock me, like... Yeah. <laughs> but that like, would be the end of it. Claire, Claire's not the brightest bulb in the... the, 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 the that's not even a saying. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's sweet. I get the sweetness of it. Uh, but at the same time, like, having to analyse it for a podcast. Fuck you, Charlie. Like, that's just a dick move. But, like, one thing I will say <laughs> uh, is that... Kind of, I do like how they they bring this up again when they get all that food at the dam and the hatch, right? They like doesn't Charlie literally go out of his way to say, "You got any peanut butter?" So like, it's kind of it's yeah. it sort of comes full circle, which There's I kind of like. Pale. Yeah. And when uh, Claire loses her memory and she's brought back after she's kidnapped, um, she says. I remember peanut butter. Why do I remember peanut butter? I love how you always have to put on an accent for, like, Claire, when we're both Australian, and we should be putting on accents for the Americans and the British people here. (laughs) She's just got the most, like, there's my baby. (laughs) You should really do a YouTube video of impersonations. I mean, can't do any worse that's out there. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, back to the main A storyline. Um Saeed tells Jack that they will make Sawyer give them the medicine. Um, and Jack's like, oh, I'll do it. And No, I'm, I'm going to do it. And I thought you were in communications. Uh, well, we had to use many techniques to find out how they communicate or to get people to communicate or whatever he says. Is this the first time we find out he's a torturer? Yeah. It's going to play a big part of next week. But Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They seem to be really kind of setting up a lot of the time. Like in House of the Rising Sun, we see Charlie and his drugs kind of setting up the moth. And then this week we see Saeed and that kind of sets up next week. So they kind of have these threads going on. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we have a great scene where Saeed and Jack are like punching Sawyer when he just wakes up <laughs> and dragging him into the woods. Uh, and then we have the most like Canadian Kate ever. What are you doing? And if you do this, like, didn't, didn't realise Kate was from Brooklyn, but okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like again, we talk about Evangeline Lily being great, but sometimes in season one, she's not great. Like here, if you do this, like, <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> we have Saeed sharpening some bamboo torture weapons, as I've written in my notes. Um, in Iraq, we had reeds, but they do the same trick. Um, God, this would hurt so badly. Oh, um, yeah. I would be giving up all information straight away. I am terrible. Um, Can I just point out to any, like, if ISIS is listening to this and you want to kidnap an Australian, like, kidnap me, I would give up in, like, two seconds. You'd be sharpening <laughs> those things. And I'd oh, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> like, I would be the worst <laughs> under torture. Have to be said about this episode is the first episode... Um, I mean, last episode, I talked about manufactured drama, how it wasn't really moving much along. It was just, hey, let's have a cave-in, and that's going to be the plot line. It was very TV-like 
tropey. Um, this episode is kind of the same in that um, it is kind of a manufactured storyline. Oh, Shannon has asthma. Um, and Sawyer's not giving up the inhalers, so we have to torture him. But I think the difference between this one and why it works in Confidence Man, like, Confidence Man does not progress the overall arching storyline of Lost all that much. But why it works here is it's about the characters, and the manufactured drama doesn't feel so manufactured because we're getting stuff about the characters interacting. While in The Moth, it's just, there's a cave-in, and then we get out, and then we find out the structural integrity of caves and it's all fine and we're never <laughs> going to mention it again. Um, but here it kind of plays and it even moves into next episode as to why Saeed leaves. So well, I think work- it works in confidence, man. And there's going to be more kind of quote filler episodes throughout lost, but yeah. I don't mind them if they're like this, because this is a character show as well as a mystery show. Um, and that's why I think it works over the moth. And I think the best reason to say why this works the best is because really this whole storyline is involved around Boone and Shannon because, uh, you know, poor, <laughs> Sh- poor Shannon is dying and Boone's, you know, little puppy dog's trying to find medicine. So basically if Boone doesn't get bashed by Sawyer in this episode um, and Shannon's not nearly dead in this episode, then none of this is happening. So just can I quickly point out too, so we also, uh, before he gets tied up to the tree with the bamboo, we I do like the fact that we finally get Jack punching Sawyer. And I just love Sawyer's whole, like, the way he's, you know, just reacts to getting punched. Um, so, like, I, I wanted to see the actual scene where Sawyer's bashing up Boone. To see Boone, like, going, oh, do it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I just have to, I'm reading through Lost Week here, some of the trivia and stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I <laughs> I don't know why they're referring to Sawyer as James. Uh, that's his name, but I, I think you can call him Sawyer. In the, the, but it says here that James would have learned about, about the original Sawyer's con through his uncle Doug at his mother's <laughs> wake. <laughs> Doug eventually appeared in season five's The Incident, part one and two, at the parents' funeral. <laughs> so you you know, there's all these connections in flashbacks between different characters. So Doug is Sawyer's uncle. <laughs> Uncle Doug, he even has his own page. <laughs> Uncle Doug. <laughs> so the Doug story, the Doug, the Doug plotline thickens. Oh, um, Dougie. Good old Doug. And um, another piece of stuff uh, from the last week here that I didn't actually know until reading now, um, you talked about how this works because it's Boone and Shannon. Um, it says here, Boone and Shannon's roles in the episode would have originally gone to two new characters. Aww. Richard, a man in his 50s, and his pretty wife, Mary Beth. Boom. Their lines remain largely unchanged when transferred to Boone and Shannon. Um, that's that's so bullshit. Mary I'm glad Beth it's Boone. Wrong. Yeah, well, no, I'm glad. Fuck Mary Shannon and whoever it is. Like, we want this to be Boone. <laughs> I mean, in one way, I would have liked it just because they introduced new survivors, Mary Beth, but... Also, like, that would have just me and Boone and Shannon go another third episode in a row without really having anything to do. I mean, all Shannon um, has to do this episode is... <laughs> it's like Boone But that really... That, yeah, I mean, they probably could have got Mary Beth to just go... <gasps> um, but really, that goes to show you how they thought about uh, Boone and Shannon. If they were originally going to write two new characters, Richard and Mary Beth, in... But anyway, we have uh, Sawyer being tortured. Uh, Sawyer says he'll tell only Kate as soon as she gives him a kiss. Um, and Kate comes in. I love this line. I got tort- I just got tortured by a damn spinal surgeon and a genuine Iraqi. <laughs> um, 
which I mean, that, not many people can lay claim to that. Yeah. Um, uh, Kate kisses Sawyer. Um, pretty full on, like really close up. Like they're going at it, um, which is kind of gross. Like this guy's covered in blood. Like I mean. <laughs> I'm all for sexy and all, like, you know, because I think kind of, like, this whole love triangle, like, Sawyer and Kate, you just, to me, it just feels like they just want to have hot, passionate sex, whereas, like, Jack and Kate, you know, there's a bit more there. That's kind of how I look at it. And there's always people in your life which you've got a bit more there, and there's people you just want to have hot, passionate sex with. So I'm all for this scene of them making out, because, like, I think there is a bit of steaminess between the two of them. But, like, if they're trying to make this whole thing sexy, like, the guy's covered in blood. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this isn't true blood. You can't get away with kind of a bit of kinky vampire fun. Like, he could have diseases. Like, I'm not saying he does. I mean... But he sleeps around a lot back home. So, like, I mean, come on. Yeah, watch his Jess. face. <laughs> we know David's I mean, I- dirty. Like... <laughs> I'm down for bear cages. No, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not sorry. I'm not in on this one. It's a bit too like, eh, um, the situation is too weird. I'm down for bear cage. Yeah, bear, bear cage um, sex is fine. That works. But Jung- jungle sex with out. XLA cops is fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that one's not actually too bad. Um, well, I mean that that to me is just yeah. I, I actually don't mind that scene because I mean if Michelle <laughs> Rodriguez comes at you like that, you're gonna have sex with her. Yeah, I mean I, I'm down. Of course, um, if she gives permission, uh, just, just to clarify that, I sounded a bit rapey there, so just, just to clarify. Did you see Michelle Rodriguez? <laughs> don't, don't um, take that a certain way, please. But yeah, so there's the super close-up kiss, bloody kiss, <laughs> the bloody uh, and then he kiss. reveals he doesn't have the inhalers, so Sawyer kind of playing the con here. Um, yeah, it's nice, but it's also a bit like... Really? I love her punching like, you. have gone through all of this. Um, yeah, there's so much punching in this episode. <laughs> like, so much punching. And, of course, you've got to clarify that there because Boone got punched first. <laughs> I'll get punched. I'll, I'll do it. I'll get bashed. Shut up, Boone. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, Saeed and Sawyer fighting it out. Um, Saeed knife Sawyer. <laughs> like, he didn't get arteries. Like, whoops. <laughs> um... I mean, Sawyer has it coming because he shot the Marshal missing. So, I mean, I guess it, he's getting his dues now. But, yeah, pretty full on. Sawyer, I, I saw you knifing. Is this where Kate uh, Saeed, that's it for them? She loses it after that. Yeah, um, she, she can't love a man who knifes the other man that she had a bloody of, kiss with. <laughs> yeah, she can't love a man who knifes one of the many men that are going after her. <laughs> Doug's also going after. We just don't see that. It's all deleted scenes. Yeah. <laughs> deleted scenes of Doug and, and Sullivan's getting jumped. Oh, fuck um, Sullivan. Well, we're going to get to see Sullivan next week, so oh, keep an eye on that. Goody. Um, Scott and Steve know what to see. Oh, Scott and Steve and Kate. <laughs> Kate's That's just what? the island. No, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Uh, <laughs> no, don't. I Moving like on. Kate. I like Kate. So, No. I love uh, here Boone's line when uh, <laughs> who is it that t- it's uh, it's Saeed who's there right or someone shows up um, Boone you went after Sawyer and didn't tell me <laughs> <laughs> the most Boone thing ever like there's a fight and torturing going on and I wasn't involved I just love he's like whose butt is that what's going on and then he's like I'm gonna help and then Shannon's like oh please don't Boone. leave me Boone okay <laughs> so Oh, fine. 
Like, seriously, if, if Shannon looks at you with those eyes and he's like, don't leave me, I'm never leaving her. Um, <laughs> I'm in, like, like I honestly, like, Shannon is one of those girls <laughs> that uses men to get whatever she wants. I don't give a shit. I'm being used by her. I'm listening. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Boone is forced to stay with Shannon. Um, uh, we have Sun here. Who Sun, Yunjun Kim does a good job of like, broken English type, like, just learnt English type accent, but it kind of goes away in, like, three episodes. But <laughs> she does a good here, like, uh, Michael, uh, the girl. Um, but that just completely she's disappears. Re- and she's she's reading out Watership Down, full English, to the whole crew. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunny on the beach. <laughs> yeah, it really does go away. Um, and then Jean gets a bit jealous, still going with the kind of Michael Sun thing a bit, and Michael... Don't, man. I'm telling you, just don't. Um, uh, then we have Sora, and he tells Jack, it's a table's return. I'd watch you die. I love that. Um, <coughs> and that kind of... Sora is saved. Um, then we have uh, Kate later on. She figures out that Sawyer wrote the letter, Detective Kate. Um, I think it's a neat twist. Uh, like... Finding out his backstory that he was a combat is not a huge shock for us. Like we didn't really know, but it wasn't a huge shock. But I think it's a neat twist that it was actually Sawyer who who wrote this letter, and he turned into a combat after, and he took Sawyer's name. And ever since he's a kid, he's been looking for the real Sawyer. I think it adds a huge layer that we were missing from Sawyer, and it was kind of that twist that we needed. So I really like this kind of thing, and it will have a great payoff later on in the show. Yeah. Uh, and just to clarify, uh, she looks at the what the stamp and says about the United States Bicentennial from Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh. Um, it's apparently in the 1970s. I, I needed to look that up because I didn't know <laughs> when the US had a bike. Just like Americans didn't realise that Australians don't like peanut butter, I didn't realise <laughs> that America celebrated their Bicentennial in the 1970s. So uh, just for those playing yeah. at home who were desperately wondering and didn't go to Lostpedia, I'm sure there's probably an article on Lostpedia about the US Bicentenary. Um, <laughs> as mentioned, on uh, the envelope. There's probably an article for the envelope. <laughs> so we have... Uh uh, yeah, that reveal, which I think is great, and the conclusion to that storyline in Season 3 is great. Um, we have, at the end, Saeed is leaving the camp because he, he swore he would never do what he did to Sawyer today um, again, and he did. So he kind of walks off. He has to uh, chart the island. Someone has to do it. I mean, why? Do but they? anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's like, someone has to map the island. Well... I thought Not you really. wanted to stay on the beach to get rescued and now you're willing to yeah. just, like, do map charting because you're staying there for a while in case you need to pop down to the local, uh, I don't know, Walmart in case there's one on the other side of the island and you need a map for it. Like, really? Yeah, he's a bit all over the place, so he, um, And he kind of walks off to the beach. He says, uh, I hope we meet again. Um, and I've kind of always said that I feel like Lost, especially the first season, but all the seasons, really, they can c- kind of be broken up into different arcs or different acts. And I feel like Saeed walking down the beach is kind of the end of Act 1 of Lost because so far all of these episodes have been about surviving and about plane crashes and uh, where where are we going to live and where are we going to find food and where are we going to get water and how are we going to live together Um and, of course, they brought up some mysteries early on, but that's kind of what the first eight episodes have been. But from now on, next episode, we're going to get really into the end of it. We're going to learn about there are others. 
There's, we're going to get the French woman. We're going to get whispers. It's really going to turn into more of a mystery and like WTF type show coming up. So I feel like this is kind of end of act one of lost. And from now on, it's going to be all about kind of, yeah, all of the other stuff that's no longer just about surviving. Um, so that's the end of that. <clears throat> uh, Sorry, is trying to burn the letter, but he can't. We have a montage, less memorable song than the other two songs, I think. <laughs> um, and that's the end of con- confidence, man. Um, you, you missed Paul's yeah. son rubbing Shannon uh, with the eucalyptus. Oh, yeah. She saved it, and then Jack eucalypt. And what does he say? Like, damn, Jack, you should have done this or something but like, like that. Like, eucalyptus, but- can we just point out, very Australian eucalyptus. Um, yeah. I, I actually, I remember when I was in San Francisco on a city tour, and they uh, the tour guide was mentioning uh, that we drove past a tree, and everyone's like, oh, wow, what's that tree? Oh, it's a, it's a you know, a gum tree. It's eucalyptus. And I'm like, dude, I see them like every day. And of course, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, that's so unique. And I'm like, well, not really. But, uh, <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, I, the thing that I don't get with this whole kind of like storyline with involving Sun and how she's like, says to Michael, like, can you go out and get these plants? Why? Do it yourself, son. Like, why does she need, <laughs> like, if she knows what they are, like, why does she need to, like, at what I mean, purpose? Is, is this just to include the, oh, will they, won't they, Michael's son? Oh, we're rooting for them. Like, I mean, why can't she just go outside and get the trees? Jin doesn't have it tied well, up. We do know that our uh, son has never worked a day in her life, so she has other people do things. True, good point. God, I like son. Why are we making son? I, 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 I like son too, but it just to me, it just makes no sense that she has to get Michael yeah. to go and get some trees that she could like. Well, she, she's used to other people doing things for her, I guess. But I mean, it's um, just, is this just is this just used to? Oh, re- remember that big plot twist from a couple episodes ago when she spoke yeah. English? Let's yeah, reveal it, it again. Really is. Um, but yeah, you're right. She saves Shannon with the eucalyptus, and kind of laughable is. Of all the like mysteries in Lost, <laughs> what happened to Shannon in Halo is actually answered in the show, which is just laughable. <laughs> in season six, they find her in Halo, which oh. I mean, I'm joking because really it's more of a nod, like a nod to season one. It's not answering the big mystery, but it is kind of funny that we have all these questions and we're going to answer what happened to Shannon's in Halo. I, feel, I like that um, continuity though, just like a subtle no, I like detail. it too. But- I'm 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 just playing around a bit because it's not like they play it as a big reveal. It's just a no- <laughs> they sudden. Don't, nod. They don't do a whole episode on it, like the you know, like how Jack, Jack got his tattoos. We need the uh, the background yeah, episode too. Yeah, <laughs> the Inception one. Can I just quickly uh, point out too before we get to like the questions and ratings? Like we, with the montage, we see them on the beach, and you know you see the the plane wreckage. Of course, we we know they were on a plane, but they've burnt that fuselage, right? Now, the, the whole point of burning that was to burn the bodies because they were going to get all rotten and all that kind of stuff. Like, that fuselage is still pretty much intact. Like, are there just skeletons chilling in that thing? <laughs> like, are they all, like, I mean, because I, I know when, like, you cremate a person, you've got to get it to a certain temperature, and I'm sure they can't get that temperature. So, they're just casually walking past this fuselage, and just, meanwhile, you've got, like, 30 skeletons just in there. <laughs> like, I mean, do they get the bones out and bury them now underneath the, the in their graveyard later on? I, I don't know. I just kind of saw that That's shot of the fuselage. Grim. Like, there's skeletons in that. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, that is quite grim. Um, but the skeleton's the cave as well, so you can't win. Um, yeah, let's get into questions. Um, yeah, I mean, who is the real Sawyer? Yeah, who is the real Sawyer? And to we clarify- will get an answer to them. Uh, yeah, we will. Uh, you, you mentioned before that we had the uh, question about his letter. We actually never put that on our questions. So. No, no, I, I said that it was a question, but we never really wrote right, it as okay. like a big 
because it's not like it was a. Do we do we want to put a yeah. question of what is Sawyer's real name, or is that under the who is the real, or does that not really care too much? Yeah, I mean that kind of fits in with who is the real Sawyer as well. I, I think we can skip that one, but you know we're going to get an answer though. <laughs> Where's Shannon's inhaler? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we know we get an answer to it, so oh, um, don't need to be that technical, I guess. <laughs> But, yeah, so that's that. Um, Is that the only question? That's it? That's the only one I had. Did you have any other? Um, no. <laughs> Does eucalyptus really help asthma? Like, I mean, to me, it seems very... Yeah, is that a thing, or is this a fact-checking failure? My, my sister has asthma, and in no way, whenever she's had attacks in the past, I remember, did we ever go, quick, get out the eucalyptus! Like, I mean, it's... Like, you would think that's a very Australian thing that we would know. Uh, if that actually is a, you know, uh, I mean, should the question be, do Australians really hate peanut butter? Uh, will Claire ever get peanut butter? <laughs> yeah. Um, which is answered also. So people say this show never answers things. We get the inhaler and the peanut butter. Wow. Our last two episodes, we've only had one question um, each episode. So that's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, these are kind of just those middle ones. We're going to get some episodes, I think, with no questions eventually, but... Um, I mean, you'd hope so. In season six, we were, we'll be getting something no questions. Um, <laughs> Lost season six episode finale. <laughs> Why are they in the church? <laughs> uh, so moving on to the rankings, you're going to buy it, you're going to rent it, or you're going to bin it. Uh, what are you going to do, confidence man? Uh, I'm a confident man that I might yeah, rent it. I mean, it's not a bin by any chance, and I mean, it's probably a middle to high rent. I enjoy this episode. Um, I think it's yeah, as I said, I always enjoy a good Sawyer storyline. But I mean, there's nothing outstanding in this one. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd rent it. Yeah, I'm going to rent it too. It's it's the script is much better than the moth. You know, the drama between the characters is pretty good. We have some nice Claire and Charlie stuff. And all around, it's just a stock standard kind of quote filler episode. So, yeah, I'm going to rent it. Um, so, we're matching there. For, uh, back back to our matches. Back to matching. Um, next week, episode nine, we've got Solitary. It's a Saeed episode. I really like this episode. We're going to get an answer to a big question from the pilot coming up regarding the French woman and her transmission, which I was completely not expecting to come up so soon in the series. Um, and we're going to be interest, introduced to some of the long-standing mysteries. So I'm excited for Solitaire. We're really getting into the nuts and bolts of Lost now after a few kind of uh, less drama-impacting filler-type episodes. So, yeah, Solitaire coming up. Probably the uh, one time I'll be excited to see somebody from France. So, um, yeah, bring it on. Uh, and that's it. So please give us some feedback, anything uh, on Facebook, email, website, anything that you can about this episode or about past episodes. If you're an Australian who hates peanut butter and loves <laughs> eucalyptus, anything. So we love to hear your feedback. Um, and yeah, until next time, uh, my name has been Noah and um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on more Doug. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you've got something good. My name is Ben, and I don't have anything extra because I'm the dumb one. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.